Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Oron. With me, as usual, is my guys Gerard Powers and Rodney McLeod. And today we are going to go over maybe the most embarrassing loss of the year so far against the Dallas Cowboys on sun, primetime Sunday night football, where Indianapolis had this game really close, looked like they were going to come in for an upset, and then they end up dropping a 50-burger on the Indianapolis Colts in the fourth quarter, uh, having, I think, 28, 33 points, I think it was, in the, in, in the fourth quarter alone. Um, what was your initial reaction upon seeing the final score and what had happened Gerard uh saying the final score, like I fell asleep the fourth quarter so when I woke up and saw the score I went back to look at you know the highlights of what happened in the fourth and you know sometimes it, it, it I don't want to say it just be it be like that sometimes but sometimes it does you know I played in a game to where you know everything just went wrong at the wrong time and then when you look up at the score it's almost just like embarrassing to even look at but uh the first three quarters that I did watch man I mean we started fast we haven't started fast all year on offense and boom we're starting fast you know we're running the ball we're throwing it deep defense is getting stops Rodney's out there getting tackles for loss PBUs could have had a pick one time uh Mm -hmm. that they over yeah I could have had that pick but you just look like initially I was like man the coach is about to upset these boys and it's I I couldn't wait to talk trash about the Cowboys because I'm not I'm not the biggest Cowboys boy fan and all my friends and you know everybody else in america you know love the cowboys so i was getting ready to critique them and all that type of stuff but you know um it it was some positives i mean i know the score don't you know dictate you know how things went or whatnot but uh when you watch those first three quarters man i mean we look like a team that got way more wins than what our record says right now and then uh but obviously when you turn the ball over you throw interceptions you're fumbling the ball and you know all those type of things uh you know they capitalize on it and that's what happened at the end of the day absolutely rodney i'll get your take in just a moment there i'm gonna go ahead and read that uh basketball's back and bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season you'll always find the latest odds team matchup info player news and game trends on bet online And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to BetOnline.ag to join. Receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline where the game starts Rodney what was the difference between the first three quarters and the fourth quarter what happened there to make that such a big change on what on what we saw on the field that day uh, I think there's a few things you know one thing you look at is is level of execution you know between uh, us versus the Cowboys uh, there, there were several things defensively that we did uh, you know that we haven't done and and some time and didn't play sound ball um and you know that's across the board and you know when you play a great offense like the the cowboys they will exploit you know all of your uh, mistakes and you know i i also you know myself personally had a few of those plays 
you know, whether it's bad eyes, you know, bad technique, uh, communications, right, issues, all of those things really uh, came to the forefront in that fourth quarter when, honestly, as Gerard knows, you want to be playing your best, um, especially when you talk about the score being 21-19 at the start of the fourth quarter. And, and that's why I think it's so disappointing and, and so hard to uh, digest this this win is because we play so good at least put ourselves in a position to win for three quarters. And, you know, we talked about it. We haven't started fast uh, collectively as a team. And we did that. And, and you felt as though uh, things were going to work in our favor, right? The way that things were going, we were battling. Uh, it was that type of game. And so to see it all come down and the way it ended in that fourth quarter was, it was heartbreaking. Uh, and then of course, I think offensively, the turnovers, you know, that, that, that will, uh, you know, cost you at any point of the game, you know, let alone the fourth quarter. And one was also a defensive score. So, you know, you add those two things in execution, uh, specifically defensively, you know, that's all I can really speak to. And then, of course, the turnovers that are obvious offensively, I think that's what led to us uh, losing, uh, you know, as, as large as we did on a Sunday night. Yeah. Gerard, we were talking about this earlier uh, before we got started. Fourth quarter, four straight turnovers by the offense and four straight touchdowns given up by the by the defense. That's that's uh, that's not a recipe for success in any measure. How does this affect the team moving forward? Like, what are they doing this week? Or I mean, not, not yeah, yeah, I know it's a, it's a bob, but I mean, it's just like if if we played our greatest game. I mean, it's week to week in the NFL. You can't rely on, you know, success of the past or failure of the past. Only thing you can do is watch the tape, regroup. Rather, I'm I'm talking rather you coming back from a win or a loss. You got to watch the tape, regroup, try to figure out ways to get better and get ready for the next week. At the end of the day, yeah, it's a bad loss. Yeah, it puts a bad you know taste in your mouth, especially going into the bye week because it kind of lingers with you uh, in the bye week. I, I'm pretty sure all those guys wish they can play, you know, this coming week just to get that feeling out. But, you know, since it's a bye, it kind of just holds on a little bit. But uh, it, it, it's the same. Your 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 routine, your method, you know, everything that you do, it don't change. You know, you, you it's week to week. You figure out ways to get better. And then on Sunday, you try to execute the best way that you can, just like Rodney uh, said. Uh, football is all about execution. You know, um, it, it, it's not necessarily scheme. I mean, we're talking about professionals, you know. Um, all these guys are professionals. Every, you know, body on the 32-team rosters across the NFL. So it don't really matter the scheme or techniques, you know, because everybody's running, you know, similar things uh, or relatable things. It's just about who can execute the best. And, you know, like Rodney said, in the fourth quarter, we just didn't execute at a level uh, that that promotes winning football and uh like when you turn the ball over and when you give up touchdowns i mean that's the recipe uh to lose so you go back watch the film regroup try to get better at things that you saw you need to get better at and on sunday you're you're practicing and hoping that sunday comes and you execute way better than you did the week before absolutely now obviously again uh we talked about walking into dallas uh you figure, you know, the Colts will be playing against the refs as well. Most of the calls are going to go towards the Dallas Cowboys when you're in Dallas. But I felt like the Colts defense got robbed of a couple turnovers. Uh, I, I felt like 
there was an interception that they called an incomplete pass that I thought to me did never look like the ball hit the ground. And then there was the uh, forced fumble uh, that was clear when you saw it. Rodney, was there ever a moment on that forced fumble where any of the defensive guys was like, no, that's a fumble, hurry up and throw a flag, like someone say something or anything of that nature? Uh, no, I think you're talking about the Rodney Thomas. Uh, where he strip. rips it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he ripped it out. But I, I think, uh, I feel like Dallas, he ended up recovering it. Uh, to my knowledge, I think the tight end still got it. So it didn't, you know, it didn't really, uh, you know, have much effect. Obviously, if we if we get on that ball, of course, then I think you, know, you have to consider throwing a challenge flag. And then uh, the other play that you talked about, mm-hmm. you know, with Zay, yeah, I, I really feel as though it was based on the call on the field that determined the outcome of of uh of that play you know i think if they call it if they rule it a catch immediately then we're sitting here you know two turnovers on the day two interceptions uh and and zay has a has a pick but i think because they called it incomplete you know how it is the evidence you can say didn't move but uh, is there enough to overturn? And and like you said, man, I I've been in Dallas a lot <laughs> over my <laughs> yes, time <you> with <laughs> Philly, so I, I know how it goes there uh, <laughs> as well. If you know what I mean. But no, I think uh, it, it was based on that call on the field. But it, it's unfortunate, man. Those you need, and it it was one of those type of days, to be honest. You know, and I and I go back to the first touchdown of the game. Uh, when I made the tackle or I thought I made the tackle on CD lamb, it just, you, you do nothing but laugh on that play, but it, it's, it's like from three to seven, just like that. And everybody on the field stopped, you know, outside of him. And, you know, I, I'm inside, I'm laughing. Cause I'm like, why is he still running? But, uh, you know, turned out <laughs> no, to I, be a t- swimsuit, check sunscreen, check phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Hey, you so you was laughing. I was on the couch uh, watching it with my kids and my oldest son. Because you, know, you see that stuff happen all the time where guys just continue to run, but the play's yeah. there. So yeah. when he was running, I was just like, oh, he's down. But he kept running, and I didn't see a whistle. I was like, wait a minute. And then when they showed the replay, I said, oh, my gosh. Like, here That's we go. I, yeah. Here we I, go. <laughs> I was like, yo, I can't do nothing better than that. Like, nine times out of ten. As a tackle. Yeah. Because right. I thought his shin, first I was like, no, nah, his shin probably Something was on the had ground. To hit. Then yeah. his elbow. And then when you watch the replay, I was like, man, that's just a hell of a play, man. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I was like, there, there's nothing you could have done, Rodney. It looked like perfect form tackle right there that you performed. And somehow CD just never touched the ground. Is there a situation now where, where guys maybe, uh, because like you said, there was no whistle. So do guys just keep playing? Like, I think it was Okereke that was sitting right there, uh, and then just kind of yeah. stood there and watched CD get up. Do you? Do you? I mean, I, if you look, everybody their tight end stop. Like nobody, you know, nobody's yeah. got everybody's like okay. 
And my 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 bad, but it's been situations where that that type of stuff has happened, and a guy hits the guy. Like let's say if somebody would have hit CD Lamb, and then the West, then the ref was blowing it dead. That would have been a fifteen yard, mm-hmm. you know, personal foul and all that. So you you're kind of taught to kind of hold up in those situations, especially when you think that he's down in that manner. Yeah. So, yeah. So in that situation, that really favors the offensive player at that point because the defense has to stand there and look at the ref and go, "Is it dead?" You know, yeah. <laughs> and yes. then by then, CD's already <laughs> offensive league, man. <laughs> yeah. That's man, that sucks. That that was that was a play uh, that that was just a few of one of the quite a few handfuls of plays uh, in this game that kind of made you scratch your head, right? Yeah, um, Gerard. What, what was some other stuff that that went on in this game that you want to talk about? in the first three quarters that you watched? Uh, I mean, just – I thought that uh, the first three quarters we had them figured out. I thought – I mean, you looked at, you know, Dallas offense. Yeah, they got a good offense, good run game, uh, got some passing threats. Um, but it looked like Dak was frustrated because uh, I used to always say in a Mike McCarthy system – it's like you know where the ball's kind of going. Uh, it's it's not a system to where he's gonna put a lot of onus on Dak to figure things out. It's either this read or that read type of type of thing. And you know that's why I was just like, man, we're about to beat these boys. I was like, man, the offense is playing good. We're throwing the ball downfield. Alec Pearson caught a couple go balls and all that type of stuff. And then when you look at Dak's reactions to some of the play, because we were making play, we were getting stops, you know, early on in the game, making plays, and he just looked like, oh my. My gosh, like, man, they got us kind of figured out a little bit. And then all of a sudden, boom, missed tackle here, missed tackle there, touchdown here, touchdown there. And, th- and then the score is just, you know, it is what it is after that. Yeah, there was a lot of missed tackles, especially in the fourth quarter, uh, I was noticing. Um, uh, even, even in the first three quarters, like uh, both those CD uh, um, jet sweeps that he had, there was just a bunch of arm tackles that just did not go down. And uh, what do you attribute to that? Is, is that with CD or is that, or is that a uh, like technical issue? Uh, I think it was man, very uncharacteristic of us as a defense. And you know, we pride ourselves on being a, a great tackling uh, team. And I think that's what has allowed us to be one of the best is because we, we don't give up those yards after the catch. And Gerard knows the, the value in that. And when it comes to yardage, man, mm. yards after contact is huge. And, and we do a real good job at one rallying to the football uh, just in case somebody does miss, right? The next guy's able to yeah. uh, finish it off. But more importantly, like we're good one-on-one tacklers. And, you know, I think you have a dynamic receiver like C.D. Lamb. And, you know, you understand the task at hand. You know, you, you just have to – we got to find a way to, you know, get him on the ground. And, you know, he's going to make some plays, of course, but a lot of those, some, uh, you know, were, like I said, very uncharacteristic of us. And so you, you got to credit them. And, and, and like I said, that was part of that, that kind of uh, that uh, spiraling downhill, I guess, in the fourth, right? Is some of it's tackling and just the, the basic fundamentals that we usually are very sharp uh, and, uh, thrive on you know we we struggled in a, a little bit and so that was uncommon for us but man it's back to work you know at the end of the day we got to buy a week you know uh rest a little bit restore our minds and bodies man and get ready to come back for another uh, a great challenge you feel me uh yeah in this upcoming week but yeah 
Yeah, definitely. So is there ever a time in a game like in, in, in this game uh, where you start to see things kind of unravel and in your mind uh, you're trying to find a way to stop it from unraveling? And how do you go about doing something like that? <laughs> yeah, that we, yeah, we was living that on, on Sunday. Exactly. I mean, really, yeah, you really have to just flush everything that happened before. You know, like that's that's just how the game goes, man. Make a good play or a bad play, like you have to flush it and move on to the next. And momentum, of course, was on their side. You're trying to stop, you know, the the bleeding. I guess we we should say, uh, but you just got to keep encouraging, man, guys, and remind guys, you know, who we are, um, pride, uh, you know, all those sorts of things. You know, when we're talking defensively, uh, just and just making sure, man, we're standing strong and. And, and trying to to just do our part and things that we can control at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, Gerard, you talked about how um, you had a game very similar to this uh, in mm-hmm. 2011, we believe, against the Saints, right, where they yeah. just ran the score up on you big time. <laughs> how do you, uh, how did the team respond to that that following week and, and, and during that week in practice and stuff? I mean, like I said, I mean, you just – you go back to work. I mean, it's it's your routine. I mean, sometimes the games just don't go the way that you expect them to go. Um, you know, when we play the Saints, you know, they end up scoring, I want to say it was like 61 or, or, or something like that. And a lot of stuff, they were making contested catches. I mean, they were just doing everything. You know, everything was just going right. And it wasn't nothing that we can do to stop them. I mean, we were trying everything. And uh, like I said, sometimes that those type of things happen. It, it's not like you go back and you hold your, you put your head down and you think you can't play in this league. I mean, you know, you can get your butts kicked, you know, on any given Sunday, you know, and that and that's just how the NFL works. So you go back, you go back to work, you go do Tuesday, Monday work, you do Tuesday work, you do Wednesday work, and then when Sunday get there, you just hope you execute way better than you did the week before. Because, uh, like I said, it's a lot of time people jobs be on the line, man. You know, you don't, you ain't got to motivate a guy to get better because if he's not trying to get better week in, week out, no matter if your team is undefeated or if your team is defeated. You know, I played, you know, my rookie year, we go to the Super Bowl, we win 14 straight you would have thought some of those weeks that we lost just because guys were trying to do certain things to get better and, you know, just trying to do whatever they can because they see the bigger picture. They understand how everything works. So in this case, yeah, you don't want to lose 58 to whatever the score was the other night or when I played 62 to 21 or whatever it was you don't want to lose like that but at the end of the day you still believe in yourself and you believe in the work that you put in and you just get to that next Sunday and just execute better let's th- let's talk about a little bit of a positive note here Stefan Gilmore at that interception he uh, it looked like the defense was plumb determined to get him into the end zone on that uh mm-hmm. could you take us through that 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 play that was going on the field and 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 uh you know everything that was going on through that leverage <laughs> yeah right yeah that's gilly uh you know just being a perfectionist man and uh it's always in the right spot you know what i'm saying it, we call them low rpms but he's he's just seen so much boss like the matrix for him out there like <laughs> you know what i'm saying neo like everything is <laughs> slow motion uh and you know he'll tell you just really relying on his uh technique and it's a great example of that. Great leverage. Keep, you know, once you uh, keep a lever, pick a leverage, keep a leverage. You know what I'm saying? He had outside leverage on that. 
inside stem. I know initially, you know, backside, they do like the dig concepts, but I'm sure something, the way the receiver was running, obviously he felt, hey, look, he's running a seven, kept his, you know, held his ground, man, and was there to capitalize and, and make a play. Then, you know, I don't know about the return skills. He five don't got it like how he used to have it. He tried to give us a little jump cut. You know, said a little burst, but uh, you know that's all. That's all the old man had. They, they, they say Father Tom don't skip nobody. Don't skip me? nobody. You feel me? But Gilly, yeah. Gilly's a baller, man. Gilly, Gilly's yeah. having a hell of a year. Yeah, yeah. I was happy to uh, you know see him get in the session. We've been talking about that, you know, as a group, but particularly him and I about interceptions. You're like, bro, I cannot go. A uh, whole year with just one pick. I'm like, I feel you. Like, I can't either. It's like, man, I feel like I'm playing good ball. I'm consistent. I'm getting pass breakups, but I'm yeah. not getting no ops at no interceptions. And literally, when Dak threw that ball down the seam, I was like, yes, because I you jumped it. I baited oh him up though I saw because it. I showed cover two, and then like we was in a whole different coverage. We're playing quarters, and I just took off. And I'm like, uh-huh. why didn't he throw it online? <laughs> you feel like there's no way. Like, why Why didn't you? But, oh, man. I sure thought you was going to grab that one. I was like, yeah. man, then he throws it high. So Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I'm happy for five. And hopefully we get more of that, uh, you know, in these last four. Absolutely. Last – well, I mean, what was it, like four straight primetime games the Colts will be having, uh, you know, as, as we continue through – or maybe not primetime, but – uh nationally televised right we'll, yeah, we'll call it that yeah. now that saturday game uh, was that was that sat- when you heard the news that that uh that that game was flexed to saturday did that surprise you at all oh uh, nothing really surprises me i really was happy because i never i just was talking about how i never played on saturday uh in the league and so uh i'm going through a lot of firsts this year to be honest <laughs> and just add another one to check off the box and say I, I've, I've done it so hoping you know i can go out there man perform at a high level uh on on the saturday take it back to the college days real quick I, we haven't played i haven't played on saturday yet since college yeah okay okay <laughs> well i think that's gonna do it for our review of the colts cowboys where the cowboys had a fourth quarter that was good enough to beat the colts by themselves 33 points in the fourth quarter. Um, I think that's going to do it for Gerard Powers, myself, and Rodney McLeod here on Believe in Colts, brought to you by Bet Online. And until next time, as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.